Welcome to Love Drops Podcast. We're your hosts, Charles and Diane. Our topic of discussion is creating a legacy. Creating a legacy. In simple terms, a legacy is passed on from one generation to the next. Also refers to gifts of money or property, something of that nature. However, leaving a personal legacy involves more than the financial assets that you bestow on the younger generation. It's much more than that. When I think of a legacy, I think of family members as well as people of notoriety that have passed on things that money just can't buy. Things like courage, bravery that goes far beyond themselves, our heroes and sheroes, they'll be remembered forever because of the impact that they've made on history itself, as well as our society as a whole. I am a very intentional person about sharing my experiences in life with everyone that crossed my path. Majority of people, that they will cross your path for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So I'm kind of intentional about what I'm sharing where my experiences are concerned. Specifically, about the importance of healthy lifestyles, holistic exercise, meditation, everything else that they want to talk about. Well, yeah, we can talk about it, but I'm kind of intentional about what I'm sharing. My life is my testimony. I will be 77 years young within the next week. My living legacy is my caring is sharing approach to life. My sharing is caring. That's my approach to life. I'm intentional about giving back to humanity every chance I get. I am blessed to have a wife and a partner who aligns and supports me in whatever ministry I pick up. She's right there with me. I find myself serving in a lot of different capacities and whatever it is, my partner's with me. Together we're creating a global one love movement that we're sure will live far beyond our times because the legacy we're creating, it's bigger than the both of us. When I think of leaving a legacy for my children and grandchildren, sure I think of leaving them with wealth that goes far beyond financial and material wealth. I want my children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, and beyond to remember me and say, because she did, we can. I want to leave love, integrity, and a life well-lived, building global connections that will allow the generations behind me to freely travel the world and pursue their gifts and callings. I am intentional about creating memories with my grandchildren and sharing stories of the family legends that are no longer physically with us. I am now the oracle to pass on recipes, histories of our family, and all the funny stories and just be the older person in the family. I'm the older cousin. I'm the older aunt. I'm the grandmother. Um, 
my kids sometimes call me old, but if I'm old, they're old too, because we're all getting older, right? But getting back to the grandbabies, I like to recall stories to them over and over until they're able to recite them back. It's important that my children and grandkids know their family history so they can pass it on to future generations. When our future generations speak of the ancestors that paved the way, if they name Charles and Diane, then we know that our living was not in vain. What legacy are you creating with your life right now? Think about it and then be about it. With that said, we'd like to welcome our guests, Jason and Kai from Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you, Jason and Kai, for joining us on the Love Drop podcast and speaking to our listeners about creating a legacy. Thank you for having us on today uh, with your podcast. My wife and I truly, truly respect you two from the first time we actually met you guys on a voluntary or a voluntary experience. So again, we are blessed and privileged to have the privilege of speaking on your podcast today. So I know the topic at hand is potentially dealing with you know legacy building and what that looks like. And I always, me personally, starting it out is that um. I look at legacy and I guess the process of developing legacy is first understanding what family really means. You know, most people just think family is, oh, well, I have a son, a daughter, all of this. No. So we kind of break it down like this. You know, the F deals with finances. The A is accomplishments. The M is the movements or mindset. The I is the intelligence and the L is for legacy. Because in reality, when it comes to any family, whether it's big or small, those are the key things that can keep a family together and most importantly move forward. So initially, that very first step when it comes to building a legacy is identifying where you are, first of all, and then other than that, identifying where you came from. And with those two experiences, you know, you should always want to help the, the, the youth and the legacy that comes after you to help a, a, a better experience in a sense, even if you had a good experience. So the best way I like to put it is, my father always said he worked hard. So when it's time for us to graduate you know, out of grade school and everything like that, we have a choice to either go to college or go to trade school. Because he didn't have the option of trade school or college. He just had the option of trade school. So for me and my wife, you know, kind of like reshaping or developing and building on what he taught us was that, hey, now I want to give my kids the options of going to trade school, college, or even building a business. So the, the, the whole idea of developing what a legacy looks like really stems from initially identifying where you came from. So now with Kai and I, you know, with our firm that we're building and everything like that, you know, we talk about a few different things. So is your financial house in order? Do you have the proper protection in place that if life was to happen to you, your family would be taken care of? Because the biggest thing is 
most of us, we would go to work day in and day out because we can't afford to take a sick day to miss a pay cut. But here's the question that you really have to ask yourself. If you cannot afford to take a pay cut, what makes you think your family could afford to lose your income and there's no replacement with it? Because let's be real, proper protection on yourself means that you care about your family. It has nothing to do about you. It's about who you leave behind. So to be honest, if, you, if we want to go down that, just to talk about that, you know, that is like the easiest way to transfer wealth for your, for your family and everything like that. And of course, they have like a whole lot of other upgrades out there. Apart from that, another quick, uh, another quick step is, you know, put it in writing. How many people have kids, uh, multiple kids, you know, they have homes, they have assets, but they don't ever write it down on paper where these things should be allocated. So when that good day does come, when the Lord calls you, what happens is either it goes into probate court or by the state. And if your kids are not strong enough to fight for it, everything that you work for basically is gone gone with you basically so the biggest thing is put it in writing and one of the realest things um that someone ever told or, or, or spoke about when i ran an appointment before is like you know if you have younger kids it's cheaper and easier for you to put in writing where you want the kids to go if something was to happen to you primarily because you know if you think about it do you really want your kid to go to someone that you won't recommend or you want to help control while you are here today to put that in writing because that can determine the kid's legacy as well. So it's just having these small, simple steps that could change what legacy development looks like. And just to recap on those two, you know, that's the proper protection and at least having things in writing. You know, outside of that, you know, we got to educate our people, man. We have to educate these communities on the different things that are out there because we rely on the schools too much to, for, for the teachers to tell our kids how to, you know, continue a family legacy. No, as a family, we need to talk to our kids and our younger generation about what legacy looks like and what about acquiring and maintaining an asset look like and what does passing it down look like. Because if you didn't come from a millionaire family, a millionaire family should come from you. So if you do have a kid, there are programs out there, you know, that we speak about as well as some other people speak about that, you know, it's a roadmap that your kid can be a millionaire, you know, by the time that they reach a certain age. Of course, it depends on funding and everything like that. But guess what? Consultations are free. Are you taking advantage of what is free to you? Financial professionals. Because imagine a kid coming into this world about 14 days old and you basically setting them up from day one to be a millionaire. Do you think your kids would appreciate that? Even though we know they're gonna be successful, because I always speak about affirmation. You, we know they're gonna be successful in the future, but imagine if their success could also be supplemented by something you did. Now, your family is gonna know your name for the rest of your generation by generation and generation and generation. And that's what you talk, and that's what you call like, you know, Basically making your family name a business, but most importantly, making your family name memorable. I want my kids to know that, oh, well, Jason Ambrose and Kayeza Ambrose, my grand, my great, 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 great grandparents took it upon themselves and put things in place so we don't ever have to walk into a bank and take out a loan and suffer from being in debt at an early age.
So it's like, these are the things we need to talk about. These are the conversations we need to hug. These are the opportunities you have to make sure to take advantage of because listen, like, like these kids are smarter and smarter and smarter. So we got to make sure have things in place for them, have the conversation. And this is something I'm really, really, really passionate about because I feel like, like, like the youth really can change and what we do for the youth today could really reshape everything that is going to happen in the future for us. So that's really what it takes when it comes down to legacy building is, is being open-minded, first of all, and taking ownership of what's going on. Identify what's going on, take ownership in what's going on, and just be willing to grow from there. Because like I said before, like, like every kid deserves to be in a better position from where you came from. And like I said again, you know, this is something like, like if we could have an overall conversation, and that's why I really appreciate uh, you, Miss uh, Diane, you know, you guys for having us on this because it's like, this is like real life conversation. And I think this pandemic within itself shows us why we need to be prepared for things like this. How many kids have to go now and, you know, parents have to get better Wi-Fi and have to go ahead and get better computers because now everything is online. But imagine if you have something established in place and that kid was 14 days old, you don't have to come out of pocket. Some people may in real life be suffering from furlough and getting laid off and all of that. Like me and my wife personally know a few people who fall into that boat. So it's all about understanding what you have access to and most importantly, taking advantage of it. You know, we're in the era of technology and you know, that's just what it is. So the biggest thing, if you didn't take anything away from what I said, it's like proper protection, put it in writing and prepare your kids now. It's two times to plant a tree 20 years ago and right now. And listen, I'm going to just bring it back in because Miss Diane, you know, I'm getting excited right now. And I'm really, really, really thankful that you guys gave us the opportunity to come and share a little bit about our perspective on what legacy looks like. And, you know, Let's go up from the top from here. And I hope that you guys do find this information to be very useful. Thank you, Miss Diane. And you guys have a blessed one. Hello, hello. It is great to be featured today. Um, first, I would love to um, Thank Mr. Charles and Ms. Diana for this opportunity. Um, as, as soon as it presented itself, it was hard not to pass up. You both are doing amazing things um, in the community and amazing things for people. So it, I'm just truly blessed. It is truly an honor. Um, I am Kaeza Ambrose. Many call me Kai, so it is completely fine to call me Kai. Um, and this topic of legacy has been one of my most favorite, I would say, within the past two years of building and branding my business with my husband. And honestly, like, come to think of it, I, I personally look at legacy in two different ways. Um, one, you think about um, someone has built the future and they left, you know, they left things behind or things in place for their current family. Um, but then that family may not or never really have a plan of what to do with everything, whether it's assets, just whatever it is. They just never have a plan, and then you kind of see the legacy kind of crumble, 
uh, it chronic kinds of diminish and never really keeps moving. And then the other part of legacy that I've just tend to see in the past two years is, you know, um, being kneecapped to kneecapped with families is that these there's people that they build this great life, this great legacy provided for their family, put them in different places and um, different areas that provided them different opportunities in order to get ahead. And then with this, they they have no plan in place. They 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 built it, but that's the furthest they could have gotten. They don't really know what that next step is. And then they leave this earth and the whole family, there's just chaos. There's, there was nothing set in stone. There was nothing protected. And now the legacy automatically diminishes right then and there. And so um, what Jason and I, my husband and I, our biggest crusade is to ensure that there is a plan for families step by step you have a step-by-step roadmap and it is truly our mission that no family is left behind so for us right now um how we're kind kind of building and branding our legacy is that for everything that our parents provided for us so just a little bit a background of me um, i'm first generation american Uh, my parents both mom and dad migrated from think it's in Nevis. Um, it is a smaller Caribbean island, so, you know, many people may know some of the biggest islands, but um, they came to this country about maybe a little bit over 30 years ago, and um, they've, they've done everything that they could for us. Um, my dad in uh, carpentry, and then my mom just in that health field, and uh, my parents are workers. Like, when you talk about this day and age, people that are grinders or, you know, people with their side hustles, multiple streams of income, though my parents were those figures for me, um, they're going to provide, provide, they're going to make it happen by any means necessary. Of course, <laughs> as long as it's legal, honest, and ethical, um, they're going to provide for their family. So I truly love my parents for um, getting us, getting us to that point and um, providing and their children afforded uh, the opportunity to go to colleges or um, have trades, different skills and trades. And so I absolutely, I absolutely thank God um, for my family doing that. And then just a little bit about my husband. Um, he's actually from the Bahamas. And so we met, that is my college sweetheart. So I thank God for him every day. And he came from a family of entrepreneurs, um, as you know, or you know, as you're going to hear a little bit more about. And so how we came together and how we kind of got on this mission is that we truly believe God put us together in order to build our business at the right time. And for everything that our families build, we literally take that upon our shoulders. Like it's, it's our time to keep that moving and keep it moving forward. And so just kind of from my perspective um, as a wife, as a young wife, um, my both my husband and I are 25 years old. And so it's a little bit different in 2020 when you think about uh, building a business with the husband um, and kind of how that works in our different perspectives. And so for me, when I think of the woman, um, I think of a major part a major key to the legacy. I mean, if you think about it, the woman, she is the legacy. 
Um, she brings life to the family. She brings the family together, and she provides protection for the family. So um, for me, too many times we kind of see in the, the situations or the scenarios of widows. Uh, you know, there's a, a statistic that um, a lot of times when there's a widow and the husband transition that 90... 90 or 80 to 90 percent of women they file bankruptcy and so for me that that also shows how the legacy kind of dies that if the husband was to be gone that she can no longer provide or care for the family or continue everything that was built up so my duty what i'm here as um, with partnership and with my husband is i'm here to empower and give strength to partnerships and union um it's both just as important for the man and the woman to ensure the legacy continues. So that's my take on legacy, and that's just my perspective um, as the woman from my partnership specifically. And I'm not going to stop until the job is done. So thank you again for having me speak. It is truly an honor um, for listeners. You can find me and my husband on social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, my husband, Jason N. Ambrose. So that's J-A-Y-S-O-N-N Ambrose, A-M-B-R-O-S-E. And then me, Kai Ambrose, K-A-I Ambrose again on Facebook. Thank you. Again, thank you, Jason and Kai, for being on the show. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to share love drops with everyone you know. Be the love. This is Charles and Diane signing off. One love.